This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it is the Friday uh, before the Super Bowl. And um, kind of, I I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm kind of like, the season's going to end. Yeah, it's, I'm always a little sad after. I always have a after Super Bowl hangover a little, little bit. That week, I don't quite know what to do with myself. And even this week leading up to the Super Bowl, there's only one one game to analyze. I was really, as you were, even more so, Senior Bowl mode last week. You know, the, the season kind of ends for me after the championship games. And then there's that other one Sunday game that's, you know, fanfare and fun. And it should be a great game. I'm psyched about it. But I'm sure you're the same way. Just like players and coaches, I become such a creature of habit through the season that I can tell you Wednesday at 3.30, I'll be here 25 weeks in a row. Or You know what I mean? And right, right, right. Myself, and I know? think, too, part of it is because of that, that lag week in between. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets so locked into having a games, games every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday, and then you don't have one. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's odd. I, I always – my wife – and has noticed it over the years too. It's like it's, you have that 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 strange thing between season and off season. There's a couple days I just don't quite know what to do with myself. You know, <laughs> not like I'm not busy or don't have things to do, but it's just I'm not. I don't have my routine set yet. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, so Thursday night, the NFL had its honors ceremony and uh, a lot of stuff to break into with that. But the uh, the Hall of Fame class for 2023 was announced, and I got to tell you, I'm I'm a bit underwhelmed by the entire group. Darrell Revis, I think, to me, headlines the class. Um, And then after that, it was kind of like, okay, that guy was pretty good. You know, does he uh, – people love Joe Thomas, and I get it, but, you know, was he uh, a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't know. I mean, I think think we put – I think that gets – too much gets put on that Mm -hmm. part of it. Um, But I look at, like, Rondé Barber – Zach Thomas, they were good. I don't know that they're great players. It for to me, the fact that Zach Thomas got into the Hall of Fame, the fact that Joe Klecko was it was was put in as a a, a senior player. Um, to me, James Harrison should get in. Then I I, I feel the same way. I mean, so. I helped recruit Darrell Rivas to Pitt way back when, you know, we didn't overlap there, but I was there for his whole recruiting process. And frankly, I think he's the definition of a hall of famer. I mean, yeah. he's first ballot corner right there with the Woodson and Woodson's and Dion's and those type of dudes that are no brainers to me. Um, I think Joe Thomas is also a no brainer, but I think to your point, he's not quite Ogden pace, you know, right. the, 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 the interesting thing to me is, Matt, is that they didn't put any wide receivers in. There's such a logjam of wide receivers that you couldn't have waited. You know, it, it, was Joe Thomas more dominant than Alan Fanica? I mean, similar. Right, right. Yeah, Fanica had to wait six years to get into the Hall of Fame because they were, you know, electing all these other guys because there was backlogs. But you're creating more of a backlog at wide receiver. I, I, I'm not sure if this is where you were going with it, but I think there's too much emphasis was. Well, is he a Hall of Famer? 
but I'm not sure he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, like uh, I don't, I don't. If you're if you're a no brainer to me, you're a no brainer. Revis and Thomas to me both qualify. Although I do think Revis's case is a little stronger of the two. I have no problem with the Marcus Ware. Uh, no, fine. nor do you I. Know, yeah, he's, he's, he, he probably would have got my vote as well. Thomas and Barber to me aren't Hall of Famers and water it down a little bit. And that's not making fun of James Harrison or anything like that. I mean, because his case is as good as those. And is Heinz Ward that much different? Or, you know, I mean, like, right. to me, it, 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 and again, I would have put Andre Johnson in or another receiver certainly over Barber or Thomas, who to me are just all of very good guys. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I, I just look at that. I, I Zach Thomas was on the ballot again when I – Mm-hmm. voted back in 2019 and people were talking about Zach Thomas. I'm like, based on what? I mean, uh, right. I would a good play. It's a good player. Right, and, don't, right, right. and don't start reading off tackle numbers to me because those aren't even an official statistic. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't see it again. You know, it, 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 we're making fun of the ugliest girl to beauty pageant type of thing. I mean, right. all, we know that, but that's why the, I, I think the bar's gotten a little low lately. Well, here's my all- here's my problem with with Ronde Barber getting in as well. So that Tampa bet that 2000, what was it 2001 Tampa Bay team that he was a mm-hmm. part of, right now has four members of that defense, right going into the Hall of Fame. I don't think Lynch belongs either. Right, uh, like so you're telling me this is one of the greatest defenses of all time. They won one yeah, Super Bowl. I'd say they were great for like two years, or three years. Yeah. They didn't stand up as a, you know, a decade long, awesome defense. I mean, the Legion of Boom to me is better in recent memory. Right. So, you know, it goes back to the, to the argument and I I bring this one up all all the time. Uh, You know, when, when the, you know, when Richard Seymour was being presented that year Mm -hmm. and, you know, the, the fact that, you know, Ty Law was the only member of the, of the, the 2001 through 2004 Patriots in the Hall of Fame. I don't care. And <laughs> but you now have four members of this defense in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And 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 the, the argument was so so it was basically it was Ty Law, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and a bunch of slappies. Well, Seymour's now in. Mm-hmm. But but they could be a bunch of really good players, just not Hall of Famers. Right. I, I, I mean, it, to me, uh, I'm now looking at that Buccaneers team and like, okay. Why didn't they win multiple Super Bowls then? Yeah, exactly. Or I mean, the, the Dolphins are undefeated with the no-name defense. Should someone off the no-name defense now be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, well, just because they have 11 it was really a no-name defense. Right. They have 11 <laughs> really good players. They didn't have a star. You know. I, I mean, mean, I wasn't aware that those Buccaneer teams were the greatest teams of all time. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't know. Hall they're of Fame getting was... up to They're getting up to having as many guys in the Hall of Fame as the Steel Curtain. Right. It's not in that neighborhood at all. I mean, they have one, one uh, trophy and I, I've never been fortunate enough to sit there in those meetings like you were. And that would be really, really cool, of course. But frankly, if someone's telling me that Patriot argument or the box argument, there's only two hall of famers out here. I'm like, so there doesn't have, there's not a prerequisite. I mean, well, I get it. I get it, it though. From the Patriots team, when you win three Super Bowls in four years. Yeah. You had to have some good guys. When you win one Super Bowl, you can't have seven or eight Hall of Famers. Right. I mean, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl on Sunday and then next year's Super Bowl, do they deserve three defensive players in? I'm like, 
they're who would it be? <laughs> you know, Jimmy, yeah, but they're they're a team that's built on their. I mean, it's going to be you know Andy yeah. Reid's going in the Hall of Fame. Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. is on right. his way to the Hall of Fame. Kelsey is going to the Hall of Fame. Maybe one of their offensive linemen maybe winds Chris up. And, up yeah, or, maybe yeah. Chris Jones. So they've got guys. Yeah, they do. You know? they do. Where um, I, I just look at that Bucks team and I'm like, again, four Hall of Famers off the same defense. I you should have been the best defense of all time. And I'm going to nerd out a little bit. He's a cover two corner. I mean, right. he, he guards someone for eight yards and passes them off to the, the safety. I mean, I know he blitzes and did a lot of other things and has good numbers, but he's not Revis Island and playing man coverage against the best corner. He no, there's there, there's not a lot of difference between Rondé Barber and Deshae Townsend. Right, right. I mean, I, I wouldn't say he's closer to the Shea than he is to Revis, but I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? They basically did the same thing. Now, he did it for a long time, and I'll give him credit for that. And he had 47 career interceptions. That's great. Sure, uh, right. But I don't look at him as being one of the all-time greats. No. I don't know your thoughts on this, too. I, I've been lobbying for Coriel for a while. I was happy he got in because I thought he was sort of re- – I mean, no one used tight ends like he did before that. Or, But what I wanted to ask you, though, is – I get the veterans committee thing, but Klecko to me, what, what what is he like two or three pro bowl? I mean, like he was, right. not, he wasn't great for a long time. Like Ken yeah. Riley, Ken Riley made it in as well. Yeah. And he, he probably deserves it. I mean, it's like 60 interceptions in his career. Okay. Uh, do we have to put a veteran in every year though? Is my point. You know, well, like- they do, but it's supposed to be because there's a backlog of guys that because you, you fall off. You're eligible for 20 years that once your five years are up. I know. And then like, once those 20 years are over, you you fall off the list. And then there's a, you know, because let's face it, too, um, you know, the NFL, the, the Hall of Fame didn't become a thing until the 60s. Well, that, by that time, there were already, you know, 30-plus years of NFL football right, right, that had right. taken place. And so there was a backlog at that time, um, you know, trying to get all these guys in. So there, there are guys who are deserving – you know, mm-hmm. again, everybody talks about L.C. Greenwood or, yeah. you know, players of that nature that, that you know, he's a deserving Hall of Famer, but he didn't get in. You know, now he has to wait for the Veterans Committee to do it. Joe Klecko? Really? I say, I mean, is Joe Klecko's bust going to be right next to Joe Green and Aaron Donald's one day? Like, they're not the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did you have any know. issues? Awards, MVPs, Rookie of the Years, any of that stuff? Uh, not really. And I thought, it, I thought it went pretty chalky, kind of what we expected. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, again, I, I would have voted for Doug Peterson for mm. coach okay. of the year. I mean, he, he, they took a team from having the last or the first overall pick in the draft yeah. to winning his division. That's yeah. kind of a big deal. No doubt. No doubt. You know, I don't, uh, I, I know why Dayball won it with the giant, you know, but they, if you look at their resumes, they they made it equally as far in the playoffs. They both won a game. Um, Peterson won a division. Dayball was a second. He was a wild card. Yeah, he came in third in his division. And Peterson, his team won more games than the Giants had won the previous year. You know, they, they, he had a bigger improvement. Oh uh, yeah, than the Giants had. had. I, and frankly, I think the Jags, if the Jags and Giants played a hundred times, I think the Jags win that series too. Yeah. And so I, I just think, I think Peterson did a better job. Mm-hmm. I thought he, I thought he was more deserving, but Dave all won it because, well, he did what he did in New York. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah. And really the second half of the Giants season wasn't all that glorious, you know? No, I mean, they won two games in the second half of the season. <laughs> right. Like they limped yeah, into they the playoffs. Yeah. And then no, they, I, you know. I wouldn't have a problem with either, to be honest with you. And then I don't I have a problem with either, but my, my preference would have been that Peterson wins it. I, you know, the, again, I I, if you, if you look at the odds, the preseason odds on which one was supposed to win more games, the giants were supposed to win more games. Right. I, I think their over under was like seven. Mm-hmm. It was higher. Um, I think all the other ones I would have voted for, but we used to talk about this with Kenny Pickett. Um, offensive rookie of the year was, was pretty light this year. It was light. Um, yeah. I thought Pickett should have been included in the group that was in the you finals. Or, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I, whatever. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, I think if he's starting to twelve games is a lot different than starting six. Um, oh, I agree. I agree. But such is such as that. That's the uh, the way it goes. I was uh, a bit surprised that Cam Hayward didn't win the Walter Payton man of the year award. Yeah. I thought it might be his year too. I didn't think of that. Um, yeah. I, I bet that's know. coming. Today. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, that was like his sixth time as a mm-hmm. nominee. Um, I, I don't know what more he can do. Uh, you he know, to, to do more. It might just be like the hall of fame. That's just, sometimes you just kind of have to wait your turn, but they gave it to Dak Prescott this year. Usually it's, you know, like last year was Whitworth. Okay, I get it. He's he's a, a veteran guy. He's been around a long time. Year you know year before I think it was Calais Campbell. One yeah, yeah. You know, guys, guys who had guys who had done it for a long, long, long time and are getting close to the end of their career. And you, so you want to make you know get them that honor. Dak Prescott's got what ten more years to play. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I did, I honestly didn't even put two and two together who won it you know, until just now. But usually that is a Whitworth or a it's camp. a career it's a career achievement award more or exactly. less. Exactly. They're like, boy, you had a great year. Like, no, I mean, you've been a, a great man. Because now that he's won it, you know, now that Dak Prescott has won it, what happens to him next year? Well, I don't, I don't think anybody wins it twice, right? Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, I, I'm sure Hayward's disappointed. I, I know he'd really like to win the award. It's a nice crowning achievement for your career. Um, it would really help his Hall of Fame, Fame credentials. Although now that Joe Klecko's got in, Cam Hayward's. Yeah, Hayward's a slam dunk. Right. <laughs> Doors wide open. But fortunately for Cam, it looks like he at least has one more year, hopefully several, you know, yeah. to all this stuff. You know, we haven't talked about this, but yeah. I, I don't believe we have anyways. I there was stuff, you know, when the season ended. Um, well, the Steelers could they could cut Cam Hayward to, to, to save cap space. They are not cutting Cam Hayward. That's the most ridiculous. In fact, if folks, if you're listening to this and if you read something that says the Steelers might cut Cam Hayward, stop reading right now because there's absolutely no basis in fact in the article that you're reading. Right. He's one of the most important people in the organization. Right. He is viewed within the organization, not quite at the same level as Joe Green because nobody is, but he's in that next tier down. Right, absolutely, <laughs> and he's still great. Why would you? Why would you? Get, same thing. I was, you know, when we were talking about the article the other day, and they talked about cutting, um, you know, offensive linemen, starting offensive linemen. Yeah, said, stop reading right there. <laughs> right, right. They're not going to yeah. do that. I cut Chooks and you know, like what are you talking about? Kevin I mean, Dotson. Be- What's Ke- what? Cutting Kevin Dotson saves you what? 
two million dollars. Right, right. He's a starting left guard on a on a rookie contract. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that is bonkers. So yeah, so it's you know, um, I, I just there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens this time of year, and that, that you know, but I I just I was disappointed for Cam. I know he really wants. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up to win that award, and 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 there's a monetary value that would go to his, uh, you know, to the Hayward House involved yeah. with that. Um, you know, you win by being nominated, you do get something. You know, as you get, I think they get fifty thousand dollars for their, for their, uh, for their charity, but to win it, is, I mean, you get big money for your charity. Um, cool. Yeah. So the other thing that was kind of cool, uh, did you see the Demar Hamlin stuff? No, I honestly didn't. It sneaks up. I didn't watch it either, but I saw enough tweets of it, and, and I yeah. watched earlier in the day. Um, you know, they, they on Wednesday they had uh, the commissioner came up and talked to you know he does his yearly thing, and and then uh, you know the NFLPA, but they also gave Demar Hamlin an award, an award because his charity raised nine million dollars. <laughs> nine million dollars, like thousand or something around yeah. here, right? It, it, I, I do know. That they did some kind of honoring of the the folks who saved his life. I think too, didn't? Yeah, they? right, right. That's awesome. So yeah, that was uh, you know that was nice, and you saw him out on stage, and and obviously uh, he's making a recovery. We'll see if he's able to to play football again. But uh, good to see that uh, he's on his way to, you know, being able again. I I went through that whole situation with Ryan Shazier, mm-hmm. and you didn't know what was going on when you were in the stadium that night, and. Right. You know, that's one of the toughest nights covering, you know, an NFL team that, that I can remember, uh, oh, yeah. you know, having something like that. I can only imagine for those people that were covering DeMar Hamlin that night um, and everybody watching to be able to see him walk out onto the stage was, uh, I'm sure, pretty special. Pretty cool. Pretty cool for sure. Yeah, the, the award show always sneaks up on me. I woke woke up and roll over, look at my phone like, oh, yeah, they did that last night. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are in the Hall of Fame. Cool. I forgot all about it. It always sneaks up on me for some dumb reason. Yeah, well, they used to do it the night before the uh, the Hall of Fame stuff in particular. was It was the night, the, the award show is the night before the Super Bowl. Right, 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 right. I just never think about it. I just get geared in on the game. And it's become so, I mean, I get it. The NFL is really trying to promote the game and all that stuff. But it seems a little over the top. Like they do now do Kyle Brandt's angry runs and Kyle Brandt runs out on the stage and <laughs> does all his stupid stick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's you know, awful. promoting your, promoting the channel and all that stuff. It, it's gotten a little over the top. Over the top. Yeah. No, I, I can picture it and I won't watch the award show next year either, but I, I always am interested of who wins things and the hall of fame in particular. Back to the original conversation, I've, underwhelmed to say the least about the hall of fame class. There was a lot of guys. I thought, yeah, I could see that guy getting in, but two of them weren't Thomas or Barber. No, no, I'm with you. And and again, um, uh, that backlog at wide receiver just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And, yeah. you know, uh, you start running out of, you know, it's like, I, I'm, I, I have to even look to see who is eligible next year. I, I haven't seen any of that stuff yet, but uh, uh, that pops up around this, this time too. Quick question for you. A.J. Green, Hall of Famer or not? He hung it no, up. No, I don't think so. You don't think? No. I mean, I put him behind Andre. I would put him behind Andre Johnson, but I think he's at the Bruce Holt level. I don't think he is because I don't think he was dominant enough. Last two um, years, he help his cause. He had like three or four really good years. 
But was he ever the best? No, I think he was always behind A.B. and Julio. Yeah, and then and then it became a situation where he just kept getting hurt and kept getting hurt. Here are the guys for next year. Oh, Julius, okay. Julius Peppers. I'm fine with him going. Antonio Gates. He'll get in. I don't know if next year is it, but he will get in. Eric Berry. No. He was a member of the 2010 All-Decades team. I mean, he's good, but... It... That's a big part of it. Haloti Nada. He's going to have a tough time. Real yeah. Forward. And I don't know how Nada gets in. Uh, Brandon Marshall, Jamal Charles, uh, Andrew Luck, Doug Baldwin, Jordy Nelson, Sebastian Jankowski, Kyle Williams, Darren Woodson, uh, Dwight Freeney again, Patrick Willis. Then you're into all the guys who are who are yeah. eligible. You know, it, it's not we're not too far down the road now from all these quarterbacks who are retiring. Oh, I know Ben yeah. Breach, you know Brady. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of them coming up even this year. Gronk hung it up this year, you know. I mean, so no, the quarterbacks are going to be fine. You're right. There's a lot of that era. Eli's not eligible yet, right? Yeah, I don't think Eli's a Hall of Famer. Me neither, but I think he gets in. But I would you would not get my vote. Yeah. So, but uh, interesting. Uh, we'll see how that continues. Matt, there's a uh, there's an article out on uh, CBSSports.com that I wanted to talk about here okay. uh, when we when we come back from the break. Is putting together the all-time Super Bowl team. Oh wow! The greatest okay. players at every position. It, it goes too deep at, at every position. So I thought we'd talk about that when we come back. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, did you know that uh, you can listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere? All you have to do is on your smart speaker say, "Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio" for my heart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. We'll come back just right after this with uh, more here on The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.